Hey everyone, I'm Thanos Davelis, and welcome back to The Greek Current, a podcast by the Hellenic American Leadership Council and Kathy Merini, where we highlight the top stories of the day every afternoon with analysis from guest experts, policymakers, journalists, and health staff. This week has seen tensions escalate between Turkey and Greece as leading politicians and officials in Ankara have made provocative statements and issued warnings directed at Greece. Athens has issued a stern response, while Foreign Minister Nikos Zendias even called on Turkey to prove its commitment to international law through actions, starting with withdrawing its threat of war against Greece. Tom Ellis, the editor-in-chief of Kathimerini English Edition, joins the Greek Current to talk about his two latest opinion pieces in Kathimerini that look into the escalating rhetoric coming out of Ankara, Greece's response, and the road ahead for Greek-Turkish relations in 2022. Tom, welcome back on the Greek Current. Thank you for having me. Tom, I want to kick off by looking at a specific incident, which was central to an op-ed that you published in Kathimerini today, and that's a video involving cadets of the Turkish National Defense University's Naval Academy. Why is this video in particular raising eyebrows in Athens? Well, these cadets were seen swimming a distance of almost 2,000 meters to the island of Tuzla to prove that they can take over the uh, Greek island of Kastelorizo, that they can swim the distance and, I assume, take over the island. And we also had Minister of Defense Hulsi Akar emphasizing the fact that Kastelorizo is such a small distance away from the Turkish coast and that aspiring members of the Turkish armed forces can get there easily. And then one in Athens just thinks about what is all this about? Why would the Turkish Defense Ministry do this? To be honest, these reactions from uh, Turkey to Greece's moves, its alliances, its purchase of weapons, defensive weapons, if I may add, are uh, almost ridiculous. And I assume that's evident to most people. I don't see what Turkey gains from filming the students of the you know, Naval Academy being able to swim 2,000 meters and then the uh, minister saying, you see, we can do that. And then these guys were swimming with a backdrop of colorful smoke bombs to make it even more, uh, I don't know what the word would be, colorful. <laughs> I assume some in Ankara might think that something like this would scare Greece. I doubt it, to say the least. But in any case, these are actions that show that Turkey is not an easy neighbor. Let me put it as diplomatically as I can. This incident comes as we've seen Ankara and politicians like Turkish President Erdogan's ultra-nationalist ally Devlet Bakhtili make aggressive statements directed at Greece. Can you give us some more context on these developments this week? Well, first of all, let's have the whole picture. The Turkish National Assembly has voted for the threat of war, the casus belli, as we call it, against Greece, which simply means they are threatening their NATO ally with war if the latter exercises its right to extend its territorial waters to 12 miles, which is something based on the law of the sea. So they have the threat of war, which is not a small thing. And then they have, I dare say, the audacity to ask Greece to, in a way, relinquish its internationally recognized right to self-defense by withdrawing any defense forces Greece might have on certain islands. And all that while Turkey has deployed a huge amount of military uh, forces. I think one could claim it's the largest landing force in the Mediterranean. And that's just a few minutes away from Greek islands. So all this shows that 
there is something from Turkey. I mean, we all know that our relationship has been difficult for years and decades. But in the last couple of years, there's, you know, slowly a certain effort to create more tension, to put more things on the table, to have many accusations, most of them, of course, baseless against Greece. And people in Athens are... Uh, you know, trying to see why is this happening, but it is happening. Earlier this week, Foreign Minister Nikos Endias called on Turkey to withdraw this threat of war, or the Casas Belli, which you just mentioned. If Ankara took this simple step, how could it impact bilateral relations and Turkey's international standing? Well, I mean, that would be an easy thing for Turkey, to be honest. I mean, you just vote and say, you know what, we still have differences with Greece. We believe A, B, C, but we just withdraw this vote because it's baseless and it's definitely not helping uh, bilateral relations. That would help, in a way, Athens be more forthcoming in a certain way, would create a better climate. And as I said at the beginning, that would change nothing in substance. So I'm still wondering why they're not doing such a thing as Dendias, and not only him. I mean, everybody in Greece, every so often, ask Turkey to just stop with this Amazing thing. I mean, we are allies and the one is threatening the other with war. That's beyond me. Even if I put myself in their shoes, I think it would be an easy thing to do to say, look, we still stand by our positions, but we withdraw this. That would definitely step in the right direction. And that would definitely help the climate. Tom, based on your reading of developments in Turkey, why do you think officials and politicians in Ankara are choosing more aggressive rhetoric at this moment? Does this go beyond, you know, their annoyance with Greece's alliance building in the region and its purchase of armaments for self-defense? Well, one thing we have uh, in the last few months is the economy, which is, let me put it mildly, in a difficult situation. Then we also have 2023 coming up, which is uh, an election year in Turkey. Elections which Erdogan is in dire need to win, not just to stay in power. I mean, that's a totally acceptable thing, of course. But that would change a lot. If he loses, you know, it would be a huge defeat for him. He would lose all his power on the economy and his international image, the one he's trying to build as something more than just a leader of one country. But 2023 is also difficult in the sense that he wants to lead Turkey into the dawn of its second century as a mother country. And you mentioned, actually, his presence as Erdogan's ally in government doesn't, doesn't help because we know how he and his followers feel about Greece and Cyprus. So his influence on Erdogan, not that he needs him, but his presence next to Erdogan makes uh, the equation even more explosive. And that, of course, makes people in Athens even more worried. In your op-ed today, you write that there are a few things about Greece that Turkey needs to understand when making statements that, to use your own words, go beyond simple exaggeration and reach the limits of ridiculousness. What should Turkey understand about Greece here? Let me point out, as I did in my piece, a couple of, well, three things, let's say. First, in a way, any country that has aggressive aspirations against Greece must calculate not only the military deterrent capability of Greece, which, of course, is the first thing you always take into account with respect to a country that you consider you know, enemy or adversary or whatever, 
but you also have to take into account its alliances. And uh, in our case, we do have strong alliance with the U.S. And we are also uh, an equal member of the European Union. And Turkey should not only see that as the possibility of countries like France or the U.S. helping militarily Greece, which is an open question. But it's the fact that we are members or partners or allies with these powerhouses. If they end up in a military aggression against Greece, that would have a negative impact on their economy. There will most likely influence their role in the area. So, you know, they should take into account this. Secondly, which is just the military issue, Athens has, as we know, only one front to deal with, the one to our east, while Turkey has at least two, let's say at least two. One is Greece, of course, if they want to uh, engage in such an act. But at the same time, they have a very difficult situation, a very complex situation on their southeastern flank. So when they make their calculations, the equation is more complex. And then I have noted that repeatedly because I really got upset when I remember a few months or maybe a year or so ago, an advisor to President Erdogan called Greece a fly. And that not only shows arrogance, but ignorance of reality. Because if you compare Greeks and Turks on military size, okay, they're stronger. But I mean, by no way are we fly. So sometimes I think they ignore reality. But what else can I say? Given all of these developments, Tom, what's your take on the road ahead for Greece-Turkey relations in 2022? Is there anything that you think that Greece needs to be wary of in this year? I pointed that out in another piece I did recently. I hope I'm wrong, but the year ahead, in a way, will be a tough one for our relations. I mean, we always have tough years, but here we have certain emotionally charged historical events. You know, in Greece, it's the 100th year anniversary of the Smyrna catastrophe, which obviously will bring all these tragic events at the forefront. We'll see... I assume, you know, speeches, not only from politicians, but from academics, others, analysts, and there will be some kind of heightened sensibility, I would say, I think, during this year. And then, as I said, the next year we have elections coming up. It's the 100th anniversary of modern Turkey. So if we have all these events here in Greece and uh, you're Erdogan uh, with an election coming up and you're trying to be the leader that became stronger, more important than uh, Kemal Ataturk, which I'm sure he wants to do and has shown that's the case, you know, so many times until now. If we have uh, certain acts or comments from our side, which are natural because uh, it's a painful historical milestone 2022 who knows that could be an explosive situation there there's nothing we can do to control events in turkey or their reactions i just hope that you know erdogan and the leadership in ankara shows the maturity and coolness that they need to show especially these days with their economy in a difficult situation the last thing they would need if they are smart is tension with greece they might think it would be helpful you know opening a front or creating a nationalist fervor in the country might help, but in the long run, it will be destructive 
for Turkey. So I hope they don't uh, fall into this mistake. What else can I say? Tom, thanks for joining us again on The Greek Current. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. In other news, Prime Minister Kyriakos Mitsotakis said on Friday that Greece will extend financial relief to help households and businesses deal with surging energy prices into January at a cost of about 400 million euros. Greece has offered power bill subsidies since September as European gas prices have hit record highs amid surging demand. The government has also taken steps to support farmers and businesses and ramped up a grant for low-income households to help them buy heating oil over the winter. Power bill subsidies would mainly target electricity costs for primary residences, with the average subsidy for households estimated at 42 euros per month, Energy Minister Kostas Krekas told a news conference. Finally, the Financial Times reports that Turkey spent more than $7 billion on propping up the lira in December, as analysts warned that backdoor interventions meant that the true toll of the currency defense was even higher. The multi-billion dollar intervention has cast a fresh spotlight on the adequacy of Turkey's foreign currency war chest in a country that has a large external debt burden. The central bank spent billions of dollars more from its dwindling foreign currency reserves on undeclared interventions that were conducted through Turkey's state banks, analysts said. These sales heated up after an emergency package announced late last month by Erdogan that aimed to boost savings and support the lira, according to market participants. That wraps up today's episode of The Greek Current. Thanks for tuning in.